1: To the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer Don McClain. That scared me a little, whatever you just did.
0: Sorry,
2: I'm just experimenting different.
0: (laughs) Maybe choose that when the mic's not on. (laughs) Sometimes. Not as scary as his daughter uh, speaking, Uh, and we didn't know she was there. I'm (laughs) thirsty. (laughs) Thirsty. <laughs> that was
2: scary. We didn't know it sounded like I didn't a little even know demon. You can hear that. <laughs>
0: Thirst. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. it was precious like Gollum. To
2: drink. Yeah, it did have a bit of uh, a <laughs> <laughs> uh, precious. Ew. Sort of a. Vibe. Donna, have you seen Lord of the Rings? <laughs> Not yet. <gasps> <What? laughs> Not yet. I'll oh, uh,
1: watch, <laughs> it, when watch um, like it when you watch The Godfather. I like it when you say.
2: Yeah, that too. I like uh not yet is a good answer to a classic movie question. <laughs> because it just sort of stuns the person. It's like punching them right between the eyes where they're like, wait, maybe they're planning on it or what, what happened it's in their like, life that they weren't able to get have to. Have you it?
1: seen Jaws? Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Not <laughs> yet.
2: No, why? What have you heard? Any good? Um Lord of the Rings is really is really fun. It sounds um, like a commitment. You know, it's a it is a commitment of time. It is a for sure commitment of time. Um it's But it's wonderful. The music is so lovely and instantly it sweeps you away to Middle Earth. And you, I don't know, I love a fantasy movie. I I, I think that's also why I like superhero movies. They seem so far from reality that there's something just really magical about them.
1: Maybe that's a cabin movie, like a solo weekend cabin i movie. think i mean you
0: have to see all three so so what
1: do yeah. i
2: start
0: with like the hobbit the, the first one the lord of yeah. the rings <laughs> no don't start with the hobbit don't start with the Hobbit. okay um, that was made after a trilogy yeah. okay um, so
2: yeah you could start with lord of, lord of the rings then what are fellowship the other ones? of the ring and okay. then lord of the rings the two towers and okay. then lord of the rings return of the king Okay. All all told, it's a, eh, about an 11-hour commitment. <laughs> I love it. It's going to be great. Oh, you
1: yeah, know, I, I have could this... watch all of Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah. Decisions, thing. decisions.
2: Yeah. Just as we started talking about that and I started feeling that feeling, so I've got this, uh, the aforementioned, and it's sweeping the Twin Cities. A lot of people are talking about it. Uh, my Batman poster that I'm going to hang up in my closet (laughs) and now like when we mentioned Lord of the Rings I'm like oh should I go more into like a really cozy vibe for what what I want hung in this closet so that I don't just look at a taupe wall but I feel sort of uh, pop culture inspired and then or maybe I just do a just an absolute hodgepodge there's Batman here Lord of the Rings there there's a view of Alaska over there Star Wars poster there I don't know guys
0: Why don't you put also a whiteboard right in front of you and write down what you're gonna, what we're talking about next, so that you don't get sidetracked into a different avenue. That's a
2: great idea
0: because Donna is talking about walruses (laughs) again. Stay
2: focused. Stay focused. Don't pull up the farting walrus video, even though you want to. Now here's what I just did. That's a good idea. I just took down... There's a sweatshirt that hangs right in front of my face. But I think that I'm in such a small room that I don't even need that sweatshirt there. I'm not getting echo. The sound is good. So I brought that down, which means I have space for a whiteboard right there. There
1: you go. Done and done. Get on over to Michael's.
2: (laughs) Hey, did you get outside last night, ladies? Oh, yes. What a breezy night she was.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful day. I mowed my lawn. How'd that go? Well, Hmm. it grows really fast. Anybody noticing that? Like, you got to do it twice a week. It can't be once a week because it's so hard for me to push the mower and I've got this wrist issue.
2: Do you have Um, a self-propelled mower?
1: I do, but it seems to be not working as well as it did when I first bought it. Sure. So I feel like I'm having to uh, a little more. I don't know, Steve. I don't know. I wonder if you have
2: a belt that's gone. Oh. There, there are two... <laughs> let me say this. I don't know how to talk about these things because I really don't know what I'm talking about, but here's what I know. I once had a self-propelled mower, and the self-propulsion portion of the motor was uh, bad. It okay. didn't work.
1: That's what's happening. And
2: so then I got a belt switched out, and then it did work, and then the belt snapped off two times. Point being, pushing a self-propelled mower, if the self-propeller is not functioning correctly is harder than pushing a standard mower that doesn't have any self propulsion capabilities because oh. there's more engine parts there's there's just heavier equipment in there so then you're really shoving this thing around
1: so i need to get it into the shop is what you're saying cuz you, you know what in the shop. you know what i thought it was um, yeah. shop talk um i thought so i have a mower that comes with this little um it's called fresh start And it's this little cartridge that goes inside the gas cap,
0: and it's supposed to keep... Yes, I used to have one of those.
1: Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Well, you can't find them anywhere. They're, like, discontinued. So, I went and bought something called seafoam. You know what I'm talking about? Uh -uh. So, seafoam... So, I'm watching these YouTube videos yesterday. I'm like, I still don't know where I'm supposed to put it. Does it go in the oil Mm. tank, or does it go in the gas tank? And I think you could do it in either, and it keeps the the fuel and and the parts clean and running
0: properly.
2: Hmm.
0: Homeownership sucks. Why don't you get a riding mower? Okay.
2: That's not a bad <laughs> That's idea. What, I mean... You kind of... Well, maybe get a, get a riding mower or if you could, you know, if you could hire this out. Oh. And, I, and that costs money. I get it. Yeah. But if you feel like, man, I'm spending... Two and a half hours a week tending to my yard? How Unless long does that it take brings it you to you joy? An
0: hour. Oh, yeah, get a riding mower. I feel like an idiot. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I There's, don't know. I feel Like the lot feels too I small so to have a riding mower? so much time on a riding mower. Really? Oh, my gosh. Well, well my parents' mowers. yard um, in my childhood, it, it would take like four hours, I think to mow because it was like i don't know a couple acres wow yeah and it's so beautiful but my gosh it was and then i would do terrible my dad used to get so mad at me because i'm like 12 or whatever and i would it would be such a long stretch before you'd have to turn Turn around so i would get i would jump off do a cartwheel and then get back on (laughs) while while it was still going Oh, no, my dad. No, I I, one time, I ran over one of his little tree seedlings doing that. Oh, oh no. he was so mad. And then he just saw me, like, okay, she just did a round off backhand spring, got <laughs> uh, back on, funny.
2: you know, and, and she nailed it.
0: <laughs> just practicing
1: some cheerleading.
0: A, a I, 10 from USA judges.
2: Oh, boy. Uh. But no,
0: they, I feel like it's relaxing. It's fun. You don't have to, you don't dread it. You're like, oh, that's no big deal. And then it'll cut uh, the grass in half the time.
1: Okay. Wow.
0: And just use that little one. Or maybe get I on mean, one where... of those
1: ones that you stand on that just propels you. Do you know oh. what I mean? It pulls you as you're standing on it.
0: Now that's where you should feel like an idiot. <laughs> that's
2: right.
1: I'll try to work this out on my own time, guys. Thank you for listening.
2: You're going to
1: do great. Uh, Facebook question today, because it was windy. I didn't get to blow, you know, because mm-hmm. mm. there's stuff all over my driveway and everything. Um, yeah. It was rather breezy.
2: If you will. It was, it was quite windy last night. Sidebar, my mom just got me a housewarming gift. It is a cordless blower. Very excited about Ooh. that. Oh, nice. I
1: hated mine.
2: Um, our question today is, <laughs> what is your least favorite weather phenomenon?
1: Humidity.
2: Humidity is in there. Wind, rain, snow, sleet, sleet hail. hail. I love
1: donut. it. That's fun. What? Sorry, so. I blew up.
2: Go to our uh, Facebook page and tell us.
1: When we come back, you have something interesting in things that make you go, huh?
2: It's regarding, uh, quote-unquote, old person smell. Hmm. Uh, There's some information about it. Is that a myth? Is that a real thing that is happening on a biological level in our bodies as we age? We dig into it. You won't like the results next on Don and Steve on My Talk. (laughs) Welcome
1: back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 107.1. Everything entertainment. Don't forget, it is a throwback Thursday. So coming up at 11.30, we have a little fun with music trivia.
2: I quiz Donna on random bits of music trivia from the past, and we see how she does. I always win. To this point this year, she's not even gotten a single question wrong. Now, I know how I do it. I
1: just Woo! don't know.
2: <laughs> sometimes I have to actually start to uh, mouth it to her, sound it uh-huh. out, like if it was Led Zeppelin. le. That's
1: how I do it. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Whatever. All right, here
2: we go.
0: Uh,
2: These facts brought to you by Big Papa. That's me. You know old person smell?
1: I... I, Okay.
2: (laughs) I think we all have some... We know what I'm talking about. There's an older person in your life who you love, and especially like I think as you when you're a child with a grandparent you 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 know the scent of your grandparents or okay. not I'm in okay. ages
0: um it's been so long since I've been around my grandparents, uh but you know I yeah yeah, okay. I guess so, yeah, I mean I know the scent of. A lot of people. It's more in my like life. I think it's like all right. I think a perfume or a certain maybe some mothballs.
1: Yeah, yeah me- I do too. <laughs> whatever their house smells like. Yeah, yeah. Whatever their clothes smell like from being in their closet. Yeah, yeah. a
2: musty undertone.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, old person smell is real. Oh. There's a chemical, and it is called 2 nonanol. 2 nonanol. It's created by other chemicals in the body that break down over time. Oh. So older folks secrete 2-nonanol, which produces what you would refer to as old person smell. It is a real thing. It is just a one of the final things that happens to our bodies as we develop.
1: Um, so I just looked this up, mm-hmm. and it says. To Nononol, the colorless liquid is an important aroma component of aged beer and buckwheat.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Because, you know, the first time I went into a brewery, um, I th- I, this you is legitimately what you oh did i lose you
0: no oh no no no, no. Oh. we
1: were making a joke when you oh. walked into a brewery that you oh. were looking for your grandmother because oh. it smelled
2: like her i'm sorry i'm sorry
1: oh god if you have to explain it
2: the first time i walked into a brewery i remember thinking is there a dog around because it smelled like a dog to me turns out that's hops and that's a very different it's a pretty pungent aroma so like especially if you're at a brewery where they brew right there on site do you know that do you know what i'm talking about yeah. kind of smells like yeah. dog-ish well that's interesting to hear that that the 2-nonanol is also a scent within aged beer and buckwheat because i think that kind of plays into the same hop family
1: mm. huh oh my god listen to this 2 all, an unsaturated aldehyde with an unpleasant, greasy and grassy odor, was detected mm. only in older subjects (in parentheses, 40 years or older). Oh, oh. rude! Oh, oh, boy.
0: Two out of three people on this show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Donna, just smell your skin right now. Smell your arm, just and just be honest. And it's okay. It's not your fault. As the chemicals are breaking down. I think down. I smell fresh. <laughs> She's actually doing yeah. it. Yeah, I do. Do you wear perfume, Donna? Yes. Don, do you wear perfume? Yes. Good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is good. Green, uh, I, I'm a supporter of your cologne habit. <laughs> I like you. it.
2: You know, I'm an oversprayer. I'm an offensive oversprayer. I don't think I it's just, offensive. Oh, I just love If someone walks past me in the hall, speaking of you know body odors or aromas, and I'm downwind of their uh, a nice perfume or a nice cologne, for that matter, I just love it. I have a candle out in the bathroom that is bergamot waters. I don't even know what it means, but it smells so good. I have to
1: be careful because not everybody likes the scent. Like, I love burning candles. Well, I have a roommate now. I don't know if he likes that scent. It might be something that gives him a headache. I love incense. I love all of it. Yeah, me too. I love
2: it. First of all, you don't have a roommate. You have a tenant.
1: I don't. And
2: if he doesn't want the smell of it, he can find somewhere else. I'm sorry. I don't know why I got so hyper-defensive of you over that. Because it, it had to do with aromas and scents. Uh,
1: and fatty breakdowns. That's oh, what this is. This yeah. is a breakdown of, like, fatty acids. and Or I don't know, guys. I don't like this story. Catch
2: kids. What? <laughs> Were created, Sour Patch Kids, were created in Canada Canada, in the 1970s. Get this though, they were called Mars Men and they were designed to look like aliens.
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
2: all of this is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
2: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: Oh, Love cute. It's, that's so much better than feeling like you're eating kids, you know?
2: Oh. <laughs> <why> I never <laughs> thought it's of it that a way. It's
0: weird. Me either. <laughs> Aliens. You know,
2: the Sour Patch Kids commercials are great, though. First they're sour, then they're sweet. Like the, Remember the commercial where the guy sees the Sour Patch Kid, and then the Sour Patch Kid kicks him in the shin and then hugs him? First yep. they're sour, then they're sweet. Oh, they have great commercials. Michael Phelps. You must
1: watch a lot of cartoons. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you get things for like skin tags and crepe erase, totally. and I see all <laughs> these candy commercials. Yeah. Um, Michael Phelps does not just hold a bunch of swimming world records, as we know. Do you know that he has a golf record as well? He holds the world record for the longest televised golf putt ever.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, I had no idea. Come he on. nailed a
2: 159 foot putt for Eagle on live TV during a celebrity tournament in 2012. Wow. Oh,
1: boy. Boy, some people That's are overachievers, I tell
2: you. 159 feet. How many yards is that?
1: Uh, Well, oh, I don't see. three feet is one yard, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like oh, over 50 do, yards. That's, as that's as over 50 go. yards.
1: Yeah, that's as much math as I want to do yeah. today. All right. Thanks for bringing those, Steve. Whatever. All right. Uh, when we come back, I did watch both of those Oprah Winfrey Town Hall meetings last night. I'll give you my impressions on that. George Floyd's younger brother uh, spoke before Congress. We'll tell you what he had to say. Coming up next on my Talk 1071. Thank you for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. I did check out um, Oprah Winfrey's Where Do We Go From Here? Anybody else see it?
2: No, I, did I didn't.
1: It's, it is very, I highly recommend it. Um, especially if you're someone who, you know, wants to listen, make a difference, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, following what has happened and what has been happening in our country. Um, So I watched both episodes. She had guests that included artists and historians and activists and leaders and NAACP members. Um, And the first hour focused on where we are now. And how did we get here? Mm-hmm. And what a couple of takeaways for me one of the guests, uh, a writer, Charles M. Blow is his name, and he argued about police body cameras not being effective to stopping police brutality. And he used the video of what happened to George Floyd as an example. Um, I mean, think about it. The officer knew he was being recorded, and this guy pointed out that he did not move enough to even disturb the sunglasses on his head mm. you know and right. uh so it was just interesting to hear like just various um points from people in different areas of of leadership and whatnot on um, david o yellow um who was in selma
2: mm-hmm.
1: talked about he got very emotional and he talked about having to have a conversation with his little son mm. and his son was very upset I just thought it was educational glad I got to hear these viewpoints um, the second episode that they had was a discussion on how uh, we change things literally where do we go from here they discuss white privilege hmm. one thing that I found really interesting is this woman who is a, uh, a scholar and a professor uh, said that teaching children not to see color as a way to fight injustice Actually promotes the injustice.
2: Mm-hmm. Because
1: when they don't see color, they don't see discrimination. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right. interesting? Yes.
2: Do you know where I first learned that lesson? No kidding. Was on an episode of The Office. Oh, and it really? was. Uh, oh, I an saw episode, that episode. Diversity Day. Mm-hmm. And um, he. He, Michael Scott was saying like that he doesn't see color. He also made a joke about white collar, blue collar, and he said, "Here we are all collar blind," which I thought was a good uh, comedic line. <laughs> oh but uh, the, but then the diversity guy was like, "No, no, no, that's actually the exact opposite. We don't want you to just like see everything as the same. Um, you know, more of like a different but equal."
1: Right. Right. I mean, it's, it was just, it was good to just sit and I had, you know, I was watching by myself and I was completely tuned in and I want to continue to do this just to learn. And then the next thing they talked about in this second episode, um, you know, they talked about, uh, the possibility of police reform, Mm. you know, needing to happen. They talked about a a civil rights bill for 2020. Um, they talked about voting like your life depends on it. Fill out the census on um, all sorts of stuff like that so i highly recommend it hmm. i watched it you know it was on all the own it was on own and the discovery you know there's like 18 different channels sure um, but sure. i watched it on youtube okay oh. And it, what was cool about it is i don't know that this was live but there we were watching it as a group because people could comment So I was watching all the comments from all over the country. How
2: were the comments? Sometimes comment sections, even on a very well-meaning video, Mm -hmm. cannot be great. It
1: actually wasn't. It was okay. People were supporting one another and agreeing with, you know, or commenting on what was being said when it was being said. Mm -hmm. It was just a very interesting way to watch. So it's called, uh, where do we go from here? Um, and Oprah Winfrey is the moderator for that. And, of course, it's all in that um, call it form, Zoom call right. form, sure. right? Yeah. So very interesting. And then um, I saw that George Floyd's younger brother spoke before Congress recently. Um, here's a little bit of what he had to say.
2: He was our gentle giant. I was reminded of that when I watched the video of his murder. He called all the officers, sir. The man who took his life, who suffocated him for eight minutes and 46 seconds, he still called them sir, as he begged for his life. I can't tell you the kind of pain you feel when you watch something like that. (laughs) When you watch your big brother, who you looked up to your whole entire life, die, Die begging for his mom. I'm tired. I'm tired of pain. I'm here to ask you to make it stop. Oh, very powerful. Boy, that's powerful. Yeah. Goodness gracious. I mean, because then
1: you think of your think of your own family. Yes. Mm-hmm. Think if that was your brother
0: or your yep. sister that you. I, I Anybody just...
1: can should be able to relate to that. I look up to my big brother. You know.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I'm that's... glad that
1: he got a chance to speak. I am, too. I mean, I think you could have heard a pin drop in that room when he spoke. <sighs> and good on good on his family for, for speaking.
0: That's got to be very difficult. If you're not a someone who's used to speaking in front of... Oh, my gosh. You're thrust bad-like. into the spotlight and under such terrible circumstances. Yeah. The strength of that family is it inspiring. It goes back to,
2: you know, what a, what a surreal couple of weeks this must be for them. <sighs> and... And, I mean, their whole... their Your life gets turned upside down enough right. when you lose a family member, especially suddenly, especially tragically.
1: Um, well, you all, it's almost like when the funeral and the services are all over, that's when, you know, everything hits you. Because you've got all these, you know, people supporting you and distractions, but when everybody goes home... Right. You're still, you know, you're left yes. there with your feelings. Yes. Um. Good reminder also, you know, when you have a friend who loses someone, it's not always in that, you know, those moments of the services and everything. It's like the weeks after is a good time to reach out
0: mm-hmm. and
1: see how they're doing. Um, one other thing I just wanted to share was Matthew McConaughey. Um, um, what's this guy's name? Emmanuel Acho? He, hmm. he, is he an analyst?
0: He's an For NFL, NFL Former guy. NFL player. Um, And Fox Sports analyst. Thank you.
1: So he hosts um, this this show. And Matthew McConaughey, of course, is a big fan of uh, Texas sports. And he talked about a new term that he just learned. Uh, Here's a little piece of that
2: i heard this term white allergies there are certain just imported obvious ways that we're prejudiced in ways that that, that, that we don't even understand we got white allergies and yeah. may not even know it the greatest <laughs> white allergy that we say see played out as black people practically one of the greatest backhanded compliments let me tell you what i mean i went to an affluent high school in dallas texas st mark's and when i was a kid they would all say "Acho, you don't even talk like you're black or "Acho, you're like an oreo Black on the outside, white on the inside. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how offensive that was at the time. It wasn't until I realized, wait a second, you are assuming something about black people, and I contradict that assumption. And as a Hmm. result, I am not black. Hmm.
1: Interesting. I have the Hmm. uh, whole conversation. I'm going to link it up for you on the Donna and Steve show page uh, link, so you can uh, check that out for sure at mytalk1071.com.
2: Cool. Well, that sounds like a good conversation. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah, and
1: it sounds like a like a healthy conversation. There's no, you know, it's just discussion. Right. You know, and even if there was, um, I think people can express their opinions and just listen to one another without turning it into, a, like, an argument. and getting
0: defensive. Yes. That's what we have to remember. The key you know? word. They're not attacking, when I say, you know just to feel like you're being attacked, that's not the right approach. Like, I'm not going to apologize for being white. Well, nobody's saying you have to apologize. Yeah, we're just trying to learn what the other perspective has to say. and that's
1: exactly what Matthew McConaughey says. He's like, I never, uh, I didn't always look at the other side of the coin to hear, you know, listen to the other perspective, right?
2: I believe Will Smith posted an Instagram video of uh, stand-up, performance by Michael Che of weekend update on SNL. Mm -hmm. And he said, sometimes it takes a comedian just to sum up what we're going through. And it's about two minutes and 40 seconds. I probably watched about a minute and a half, but he makes some really funny observations about everyone's response to black lives matters. And I believe this is from several years ago, but at one point, uh, regarding, you know, like the Black Lives Matter versus some people's responses. Well, all lives matter. And we've heard that addressed a lot of times over the last couple of weeks. But he said that would be like, imagine if uh, you're a husband and your wife came to you and just said, Honey, do you love me? And then he said, Well, I love everyone. Like, of course. Yes. And it's like, "Oh, yeah, OK, we're m- missing the point here. Right. Missing, a little bit missing the point. Exactly. Uh, go to Will Smith's Instagram, by the way. It's a f- funny two minutes and... Uh, 40 seconds
1: okay very cool uh when we come back um if you see something we want you to say something
2: you know what two shows two uh one very popular show um uh, especially over the last geez two and a half decades and another more recent show just got canceled in the wake of george floyd's death so we will uh, get into what those are and then don's got a really cool story about a marine showing respect in. uh and what happened to his shoes as a result? That's next on my talk.
1: Good morning, welcome back, Donna and Steve on my talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment Thursday a different. This uh, is a bit.
2: Let's try I love that it.
1: again. All right. Uh, Thursday,
2: a different day than Wednesday. <laughs> is that where you were going?
1: <laughs> That's what she said.
2: And not going to be the same as tomorrow.
1: Doesn't matter. Let's just do hey, it. Hey, if you
2: see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? You, you see and you Time for If
0: You do. See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If
2: you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Night,
1: night, night. You go right. to the
2: show live PD. Yeah,
1: my friend was just watching it the other day because it was near my
0: hometown. It's filmed in my hometown. No way really? in Springfield, Missouri. It's filmed in like three towns. And yeah, yeah. Oh wow.
2: Whoa. Yeah. Well, Guess what? A and E canceled live PD yesterday. Mm. One day after Paramount took similar action against cops. Both decisions were made, of course, in the aftermath of protests over George Floyd's killing while in police custody on May 25th. Uh, this from USA Today. A&E's move comes one day after it acknowledged that Live PD, which premiered back in 2016, uh, had destroyed video of a black man's death during a 2019 Texas police stop. Oh, my God. A&E issued a statement to USA Today explaining its decision to pull the show while leaving the door open to future programming that does involve police in some way. They say, quote, uh, this is a, cr- a critical time in our nation's history, and we've made the decision to cease production on live PD. Going forward, we will determine if there is a clear pathway to tell the stories of both the community and the police officers whose role it is to serve them. And with that, we will be meeting with community and civil rights leaders as well as police departments. So that happens. Uh, and then in addition to that, they uh, they went on to confirm that uh, video of the tragic death of Javier Ambler was captured by body cameras that were worn by the officers in, who were involved, mm-hmm. as well as by the producers of Live PD mm. who were r- riding with those officers who happened to be involved. The network said that the unaired video was eventually destroyed after a police invest- investigation ended. Cops has also gone, too. Paramount announced... Uh, yeah, the fate of... Uh, cops in a short statement on Tuesday, Uh, they said it is not on the Paramount Network and we don't have any current or future plans for it to return.
0: Hmm. I completely support this. Yeah. I I think that I feel even guilty about in the past watching these shows at all because, Hmm. you know, there are times whenever people are maybe drunk and disorderly Mm -hmm. and you're laughing at them. Right. You know, and it might have even been a person of color. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I have guilt about that. I've been reviewing and thinking about, oh my gosh, this drunk guy, you know, or whatever, you know, they're just whatever situation that they put because they edit it down.
1: Right. Of, of course. course.
0: From many hours. And they're choosing ones where people are, you know, this is the worst moment of their week, year, life. maybe life. And yeah. here I am enjoying it as entertainment. Right. Yeah. So let's yeah. let's move beyond that. Right? Absolutely. And I know the police officers in Springfield, Missouri, where I know you were mentioning that story from Texas. There are several locations where they film, a handful of locations, yep. like all the time. Um, cops just kind of moves around to different cities. But Live PD is like focusing on about three, I think, mm. communities. I know that those police officers aren't necessarily bad people at all. It's
2: just,
0: you know, I know that they're seen as celebrities. Right. In town, it's like everybody sort of worships these guys. Oh, my God. And, you know, I I just don't think we have a place for that right now. Yeah. Or ever again. Yeah. It's just time for change. It really is.
2: Well, there you go. It's happening. Even networks making decisions. We've seen people fired from shows, cancellations happening. Mm-hmm. So it seems, it seems that this time is different than all the other times.
0: Yes, well, I hopefully. hope
1: that we're going to see um, with race what we saw with the Me Too movement. Yes. You know, people being held accountable. Mm-hmm.
0: Finally. Interesting. Well, Dawn, you have kind of a good story. I think this is pretty uplifting and inspiring. Um, Marine veteran Todd Wynn... He is in Utah. He was at the Utah State Capitol building in Salt Lake City on Friday. Uh, He stood out there in full Marine dress. It was 100 degrees. And he had (gasps) black tape over his mouth that says, I can't breathe. Hmm. And he silently stood there with a sign that said, justice for George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Tamir Rice, countless others, accountability for failed uh ttps uh and abuse um so he stood out there for so long it was so hot that his rubber soles melted onto the pavement oh my gosh and then in the you know there's some beautiful pictures that a photographer took of him standing out there um one woman gave him some Gatorade but he never took a drink not one sip um wow. he and there's a there's some beautiful photographs of him doing this and of the shoes the marks that the shoes have left on the pavement oh my gosh and him kneeling down next to his sign I'll link that up too this wow, is good just for him. It, you know this this kind of stuff that is a is a peaceful protest that makes an impact mm-hmm. maybe marines out there who have don't have the same opinion are now going to change their mind. Yeah, and that's or maybe anybody from the military or just people that respect the military. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. That's oh, awesome. Oh man, that's a great
1: story. Just... I'll uh, yeah, I'll definitely put this up on our show links page. It's a 24. good a good
2: trickle down effect that is happening right mm-hmm. now. You know.
1: I hope so. I really and now that
2: what you got to hope is that it lasts. You know, because there's sure. this initial rush, but. It does. It feels it feels different. And so I think that's um you know starting to give some members of the black community hope maybe that they haven't experienced before in recent tragic events. Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Um and I hope everybody still remembers that there is a pandemic going on.
2: Oh yeah, COVID-19 still out there. They turned the dials. Yesterday was a big day for the for the old dials being turned by the governor. We went to phase 3 of Minnesota's reopening. And so that means that now there can be 50% capacity indoor at restaurants. 50%? 50%. I missed that memo. How about that? Yeah. Wow.
1: Indoor. Indoor. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, indoor, too, which is huge. And, you know, I was talking um, off-air with Elizabeth Reese about this, and she said, you know, think about most restaurants on, not on a weekend night, but like on a Tuesday or Wednesday night, mm-hmm. 50% is probably a really good night. So it feels like this is a... Uh, a real step toward normal Absolutely.
1: Um Steve's going to tell us coming up at, what, 1045, how to properly wash our face masks.
2: There's a right and a wrong way to do it. Wow.
1: I really want to hear this because I just washed a bunch and then I put them in a Ziploc bag just to have a new one on hand if I need one, like in mm-hmm. my car or in my purse or whatever. So I'm very curious because... I did wash them, and now I wonder if I did it right or if I did it wrong. Start over, Donna. I know. Oh, God. What am I <laughs> going to do? If
2: bleach is involved, by the way, I have a little a little warning about that.
1: Okay. You stick around. Stick them on. All right. All right. Hey, when we come back, we're going to have some music news. Billboard um, has an opinion on what they think the best song of 2020 is. I think... I think at least two-thirds of us might agree with Billboard and their choice. I'll tell you, an artist who we just found out has a son and who is doing TV ads now for arthritis gel. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: all coming up in the beat on my Talk 107.1. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread and take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. At the Home Depot, we have the tools for you to give the gift of a smarter home with savings on top brands like the Google Hub,